Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry, with overpriced, underperforming products, and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. And welcome to episode 71 of the Talking Hockey Podcast. What are we talking about today? Um, we <laughs> have a lot of news to talk about. Um, it's it's Ty, Martin, and Eric here. Luke is on vacation somewhere in Manitoba, I think. So Winnipeg. Yeah. Winnipeg. Any Winnipeg fans out there? Any Winnipeg listeners? Look out for Mr. Luke West um, driving a white van in your city. <laughs> um, <laughs> he unironically might be sleeping on the side of your road. He could be. In the back of his... Too. Fan, SUV. <laughs> it's got a lot of candy in there. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm not kidding you. He literally has a bed in the back of his car. So if you see him, knock on the window and say hi. Uh, he might terrify him. <laughs> Don't do that. Anyway, um. Welcome back, everyone, to the Talking Hockey Podcast. It's your favorite. Producer Luke here to remind you to follow and subscribe on whatever streaming service you use. Leave a review on Apple. Visit our website, TalkingHockeyPodcast.com, and follow us on Instagram at TalkingHockey for daily content. Now, let's get into today's episode with your favorite group of guys, Luke, Eric, Ty, and Martin. We did a couple episodes a few weeks ago with the one with Rachel we released for the draft so that you guys knew the prospects. Uh, we released that on the day of the draft, which might not have made the most sense, but I mean, I hope you guys like the prospects. Shit happens. <laughs> you know, we, we didn't have a good, we had a good schedule planned. Luke planned it out before he went away. I was like, damn, Luke, I'm down. And then Martin every single day was like, I didn't know we were recording. <laughs> I can't do Sounds it today, right. but yeah. We had no. the schedule. It went to shits. So here we are. Um, so we have a go, lot to talk yeah, about because like, we happened. haven't recorded anything about the trades. We haven't done anything about the expansion draft. We can make like a three-hour episode on just everything that's happened over the last week if we wanted to. But we won't because but we, won't. <laughs> we <laughs> don't have the time or energy to do that. Yeah. So <laughs> I, think we, I think the expansion draft is probably... Yeah, that's what a good we place to do, start. and then maybe some of the bigger, bigger, bigger trades. Yeah. Um. So the expansion draft was weird. I mean, we had Rachel on the on the show, who was like, "If Seattle likes the, because you know, I guess she knows some of the people on, in the front yeah. office there, you know, 
but they were like, if they like somebody, they're going to take that best player available, but literally, it doesn't that's seem what they like did. that happened. Yeah, if that's what they did, they have a weird sense of what the best player available is. <laughs> it it seems like... So this, my theory on why they didn't take a lot of players is that they're going big game hunting in free agency, right? Or, but like who? Gabriel or offer sheet? And I mean, Dougie Hamilton's there, Landis Cog's there. I mean, you know, offer sheeting guys. They could offer sheet their rival, and, and they're not going to do it. But but it, it never happens. But, but it's just weird because they could have taken like better players. Even in even with like smaller contracts than they did, like in some yes. circumstances. Yes. They so how about we how about we go through possibly the best guy? How about we go through all of that then? Um, we'll start right here. So okay, so do you want to? You guys want to go down alphabetically? Do you have? Uh, I'm just pulling or... up the, the 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 draft. I think. Yeah. Yeah, and then I uh, then we can show like the better versions of whatever their picks mm-hmm. were. We'll do. We'll start. Okay, so ESPN has it broken down by division, so we'll yep. do it by division first. Yeah. Okay, so Atlantic Division, they chose Jeremy Lazon from uh, the Bruins. Uh, don't know what that's about. Let me. Well, I mean, let me look at the Bruins quickly. I'm just gonna pull open. I think Cap Friendly still has like the protection lists available. Let me just pull that up here, and we can see kind of who else was available. I don't sure. think Boston was a team where there was much else left. Like, I mean, they yeah. could have taken. Who could, who do I see here? I don't. I don't think. I, they I even think on my on my mock draft, I think that's even who I took. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. There was there wasn't exactly. Other options for the there brand. was literally there was either nothing bad else. contracts or um, UFAs. Basically. UFAs, yeah. Okay, so that's that's fair. That's fair. I, I think maybe Connor Clifton might have been another guy they could have taken, but like I mean, him and Lo- I mean, he's a little older than Lozon, but that's the only guy I could see that was worthwhile taking. I mean, Lozon isn't an NHL player, right? Like he's well, he did play NHL games this year. He did, he but I don't think he. I don't think he's a guy you want in your top six. I think yeah. you want him as like and, a seven or eight D. And Seattle had options to talk to players, right? Like the guys yeah. that yeah. were expiring this year. So like they, I think they could have looked at Nick Ritchie, who is an RFA. So maybe they talked to Ritchie, and he's like, "No, I'm not going to sign with." Well, you. at the same time, Boston didn't even qualify him, Nick Ritchie or Andre Kasha. Yeah, they, there's a lot of good like. RFA players that weren't qualified this year. Yeah, it's weird. Eh? Heinen wasn't qualified either. Uh, Kasha, like, unfortunately for him, he's had a bunch of injuries and stuff that just kind of derailed him. But yeah. he could still be an impact player. Uh, who else was there? Nick Ritchie, I think, right? Yeah, um, we just mentioned yeah, Ritchie. Yeah. Uh, yeah There's a couple others. They could have taken one of those guys. I could see why they didn't. Nick Ritchie is... Donato? I don't think Ryan Donato got... Uh, Qualified oh yeah, he didn't. Yeah, that's on San Jose now. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, Boston. Jeremy Lozon. Not. It's whatever. It's a whatever pick. They didn't Gary. have any options. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. So then Buffalo. Team. Buffalo's next. William Borgen. I didn't even know who this guy was. I've like never He's heard of him. Okay. But again, Buffalo was another team that didn't have anything to offer. Really. Right. right. Yeah. Exactly. They had no options. 
Unless you want Colin Miller. No. Jeff Skinner. I, I mean, could have seen them taking Jeff Skinner too. No, um, I, yeah. there's no way they're those ones themselves you definitely contract. don't want. Yeah. Try to rebuild um, him. I think it would have been jokes if they took Cody Eakin just to say they took Cody Eakin to expansion drafts in a row. <laughs> but that's just me. Um, yeah, that would have been. Colin Miller could have been a potential option, but I they, thought they, they have a pretty good defense one. anyways. Yeah, like the, I mean, yeah, the they already have. They okay. I agree. I agree. Dennis Chelosi from the Red Wings. I think that was a good choice as well. Yes. It seems yeah, like. I think that's a good one. Me. I think um, that Detroit kind of ruined his development there, but it doesn't seem like he he could have been a lot better than he was in the in the time based on my reading of his game. It seems as though almost like he's not as good as they thought he was going to be. And in the times that he was playing for the Red Wings, he wasn't very good, but still young, 23. Again, a guy you can just take a shot on. doesn't doesn't seem like... We said the same thing about Vegas, but it doesn't I, seem like... I would have preferred they took like Troy Stetcher because I just... Frankly, I yeah. don't really believe in Chalowski at this point. Like, he just hasn't shown anything. And 23 right. years old at this point, like that, you know, there's probably not a lot of upside with him, I right. think, but... You know, league min contract. I don't think Troy Stetcher's on a league min contract, so one point. I mean, but yeah. again, it it's not like they're at the cap, but he makes a million more than Chalowski. I think, I think it's interesting to look at like how Seattle seems to have valued players, which is they could take like you know middling players on two, three million dollar deals, and they decided having free cap space is worth more than that. I'm really so surprised they didn't take Nemestikov, to be honest, because he seemed like a good trade, dump trade option. I but. feel like the 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 market for Nemestikov probably wasn't there. Like it was three years ago, but it yeah. kind of uh, I don't know. Like I don't. He had a small he, he had a small contract just a year left. Like he could have they could have traded him at the trade deadline probably after he's played like third maybe. line or second line minutes for them. He's maybe, just a player. Eh. I don't know. Um, I don't. I don't. I, I have a hard time seeing how, te- like teams when he went on that hot run with Tampa, a few years yeah. back when he was playing with like Kucherov and Stamkos, I think on that line, like they were teams were all over him. But ever since then, he's done nothing, and yeah, that overall, was kind of predictable matter. because you know if you're yeah. between two of the best players in the world, you're gonna typically do well. So yes. yeah. Yep. So 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 far, no problems with any of these picks, really. But also, like, they're whatever players, I think. Nothing. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, and then, then Chris Trigger from Florida, Florida. Yeah, which Trigger, was obvious. Which, which makes, yeah, that was rumored from the beginning. That's their starting yeah. goalie. They're hoping that in the limited time that he's played in Florida, and the chance that he got, he's been very good for them. I think it's only, like, 30 games, though. And they gave him a, what, three-year deal? Three-something mm-hmm. million dollars, I think? Three by three. Yeah. three so it has three. a lot of Scott Darling vibes, is what I said. But mm-hmm. it could work out, you know. You don't. It know. could work. Like, yeah. Which, which is which is why I was like, okay, they're getting him, and then they're gonna get a solid, you know, proven goalie like, I don't know, Ben Bishop or something like that, or even which Carey Price, which they didn't do. They took two other yeah. guys like who are kind of similar to Drieger, if not even slightly worse than him. Right. My yeah. biggest question is why didn't they get like more picks? off teams like, why would, they made like, why didn't no they side deals yeah which is yeah, which is what everyone said the, 
Yeah. And, and everyone was like, no, but even after the draft, everyone's like, okay, there must be some side deals going on because, like, this is, they got nothing, right? Like, Vegas got, got nothing. loads and loads of picks and prospects, and they got yeah. Riley Smith and Jonathan Marsh. And the, it seems like to give GMs credit, they learned from their mistakes this time For around. For sure. Right? But that's when Which you is take surprising. the best guy. But, that, that's, but that's also surprising. Steal their best guy. Yeah. That's For sure. But it's also surprising because, like, how many years, year after year, do GMs not learn their lessons about free agency contracts they give out or making dumb draft picks on guys that are just like big guys and or picking for position or whatever nonsense they do? They never learn. But like this one experience with Vegas, all of a sudden they seem to have learned their lesson about how to approach an expansion draft. Right. So that's funny. Um. But yeah. Um, and moving on. Uh, Montreal, Montreal, Kale Fleury, again another team that didn't really leave much for them to take. They they did leave more so more than more than other teams though. Like, yeah, uh, Price, Duran, Weber, who was going to retire, so like they obviously didn't pick him. We're not even retire, Brett Kulak. Is a good. I would have thought Brett Kulak would have been the option. Uh, I don't see anything in Kale Fleury personally. Still, uh, but he is still a right D, very young, still twenty two. Still only twenty two. Yeah, but mm. but again, the, if they're picking all these same sort of guys, young ish defensemen, <laughs> you know, yeah. they, they've they've picked like eight of these guys already, and in the in the, in the you know in the list that we've gone through, yeah, so far, not all a bunch of it. a bunch of young <laughs> D men. Like I don't see Lazon, Borgen, Chalowski, or Kale Fleury being top four defensemen ever. No. So it's like they grabbed a lot of like what ifs that could end up as who, like who aren't even guys. who aren't even like young. I mean, you can consider Kale Flurry yeah. young. 22. Yeah, Lazon is twenty four, and... Borgen's twenty four, Chalowski's twenty three, Kale Flurry's twenty two. Okay, so yeah, he's younger, but yeah. I and then we're not there. We're not there yet, obviously. But Carolina, they didn't take one of their best fucking young D people they could have taken. Yeah, that that made it Which... even worse. Too. Like they passed, we'll get to the, brain the dead Carolina, move, but brain dead they, move. Like, yeah, that was off. We'll get we'll get to that. I don't want to like go ahead. ahead I could have seen them taking Carey Price I, off Montreal. Apparently, they were mad. It. They were mad at Montreal for not being as forthcoming with his his medical records. But then, literally, the next day, it comes out he'll be ready for the start of the season, if not like a few weeks in. And it's like, yeah. Okay, well, like, I still how don't did think... you not know that from his medical records, you dumbasses? <laughs> I still don't think he he would have been a good pick. I think, yeah, I, don't I think Druin would have been a kind of interesting pick, actually. But when I was looking time. at it, uh, isn't Druin pretty like iffy if he's going to play again? He's going to play he's, again. He's definitely going to play again. He's just but he his game is what's iffy, Martin. I mean, say what you want about it, but he he has stretches where he's great. And then if you look at, I think it was 2020 season, 2019, 2020 season, he had like literally a stretch of 25 games where he had zero points playing top yeah. six minutes. Thing is, he, he only has two years left on his deal and he's still 26. And, you know, $5.5 million isn't nothing. But I feel like he would have been a guy, change of scenery, still has the skill and talent to have an impact in the NHL. Bring some scoring. Like I feel like Drew N would have been a really interesting choice for them. And he brings that like entertainment value that a new franchise probably wants as well. But he's basically like a power play guy, I think is 
I'm his, surprised they didn't take his... pick and pick and sign to know. They were rumored to have done that, and then that kind of fell apart. But yeah, that seemed like that a could have worked. Unless unless they think they can sign it because he's going to free agency. Unless they can, they think they can sign him in free agency. Like yeah, so get Flurry and then get get and him get in the, free agency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, which no, would be I, a good call. I didn't really have a, I don't really have a problem with uh, with their pick of Kale Flurry. It's just I would they, have they liked to have see something a little life. bit more interesting, right? And Kale mm-hmm. Flurry still hasn't really shown anything in the NHL yet. He spent most of the year in the AHL last season, right? Right. And t- twenty two yeah. years old. Again, not a lot there. But anyways, moving on. Ottawa defenseman can can hit it later, and like twenty two sure. is quite young, for sure. Uh, Joey Decord. Which is weird. Decord's a weird one. Um, but the, there's people that say Decord was the best uh, goalie in the Ottawa Senators organization, which I don't know if I agree with, but... He was okay. I mean, he had a pretty good college career, I think. He had a pretty... He played a couple of games for Ottawa this year, I think, right? While Hogberg and Murray were hurt, and then he got yeah. hurt himself. Mm-hmm. I think that again, this it's it's kind of weird because there were a lot of other goalies available who I think were a little bit more proven, and again, we'll get to them a little bit. Like on Minnesota, you could have taken Kakinen, right? Yeah, who was pretty solid as a backup. I mean, it's it, it's a this one's a weird. I mean, they could have. There's not really much else. Maybe Chris. I mean, Tierney I don't know why guy. they didn't. I don't know why they didn't grab Dadenov or Dadenov. Yeah, Dadenov or Dadenov or Tierney, both guaranteed. That, like, that blew players. my mind. Those, yeah. like Dadnom's uh like you said like he he's a player right like that that guy yes he's worth his contract right now yeah you know like you know he's only making five million dollars for two for two more years like that yeah. that's a guy that you know you they could have tossed into their and he's an e- thing, easy trade too and the sad thing Dadnoff's is that ottawa ottawa was he's, probably exactly. wishing that ottawa was yeah. probably wishing that he was taken <laughs> you know his 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 <laughs> Five million dollars, or even Tierney's four million dollars, three point five million dollars, were taken. Yeah, right? that they were. Tierney's wishing. an easy trade too, though, for Ottawa. Yeah, like this year I know Tierney will but be. But that's an easy that's something that they could. have... I don't see why. That's they didn't also take weird. Them. Like Dadnov or Tierney, either one of them would have brought oh, a sure. bigger asset than Decord they, is. They must have they loved Decord. They must them. think Decord's the shit. Like they must think he's the next coming of a goal. Which doesn't make know. sense. It makes if you're no going sense. with if you're going with Chris if you're going with Dreger and you're hoping that his thirty games or let's say his thirty game sample size that he's had so far in the NHL, he shits. And the he's twenty seven. Like he, and he's twenty he, they have nobody else now. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. You this, you're going, all right, all right. Guy. Sorry, man. You're you're not you're our starter's not doing well. Let's throw friggin' Joey Decord in there. Hope for the best. <laughs> Or Vanacek on, on, on Washington. Even like And even him, same thing, like nine oh eight save percentage last season. Not exactly. He had some good moments and then because Samsonov then, was out and then you know he, he just wasn't good for a lot of it as well. Yeah, they made some weird picks, man. The but yeah, that's it. That's all we can say on that. But the next two make sense. Yanni Gord and McCann. Uh Yanni Gord was a no brainer. And now we'll be back after a word from our sponsors. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry. 
with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And now, we'll get back into the show. McCann and Gord, I think, were no-brainer pick, no picks. No-brainers. Um, I think it was more like how the Leafs I- handled this Jared McCann thing was just weird to me. Yeah, but so they it, made se- it made sense. Because they asked what the asking price to save what's his face was, Kerfoot was, and it was more than trading for McCann. So they got both, and they were like, we're okay with losing either one. Yeah, I agree. I I think people were way too harsh about it, but I do also think that the Leafs should have went 7-3-1 and regardless. And exposed Justin Hall, I think, was the better call. But at the same time, they look at it and they say, Who's a two million dollar defenseman also, who can play top exactly. four minutes? Because exactly. that that's the thing. Like, look at Brandon <laughs> Montour. That. Brandon Montour just signed a deal for like three point four million. Yeah, three point four million dollars for three years. And Brandon Montour hasn't done anything in the last yep. two or three seasons. So Justin Hall, you know, it's probably say what you want. That they yeah, he can play in. with he can play with Muzzin. He can play in the yeah. top four, right? So, he can play in the top four yeah. for $2 million a year. You're not going to find another minute either. Yeah. Who can play so it's almost, obviously, I would rather they kept McCann, but, you know, it's, I don't, I don't, think, that, it, I don't I, think it was a, it was a no-win situation. Almost. Looking at these picks, I don't think even that Justin Hall would have been taken, to be honest with you. <laughs> right? But they don't know that. They, they would have ended up taking freaking, like... Zach Bogosian or something or some like was, like, like the only other guy I could have seen them taking was was Travis Dermott, but apparently Dermott and Haxall didn't get along because Der- Haxall was the defense coach for the Leafs. Yeah, there were some stories that came out that him and Dermott didn't get along, so I couldn't have seen them taking him. But it, this it, again, this one that makes sense to me. It just doesn't make sense how the Leafs. I know we rationalized it a little bit, but but I, maybe I the Leafs think... look at it. 
and they yeah, say yeah. we we trade Hollander for McCann, which is cheaper than just losing and, Kerfoot, I guess. And Hollander isn't exactly a, uh, you know, he, he he's not an he, A plus prospect. But anyways, he's like a B prospect. Yeah, yeah. probably like probably will be like a middle six forward. And, I like so I, on Seattle's team. I like that Gord and McCann could be their top two centers going into yeah, next season. Yeah, that's good. That, that's that's very that's better than what Vegas had. Ideally, you want McCann as like lower down, and yeah, ideally you want coming, him on the coming, third. Or coming. actually, ideally, you want McCann on the wing. I think is where he's done a little bit better. Coming up, uh, we're going to get to Columbus soon enough, but they should have taken Domi. I don't know why the fuck. A hundred percent. So let's go to the next division quickly. So so Metro division now. So first (laughs) off, let's start out with Carolina. What the hell? Morgan Geeky. (laughs) (laughs) Why? It makes no sense. When there's Nino Niederreiter, who like safest option by far. And then fucking Jake Bean, who is just like, yeah. it that was so bizarre to me because I, I thought it was like plainly obvious too. like just grab Jake Bean like he could be your next fucking Shea Theodore type guy you know like you grab because you know the team doesn't fully grasp and understand how good this kid is and like they just didn't do they grab like Morgan Geeky doesn't even have a lot of like upside, upside. in my opinion. Like he's no, already. I don't. I don't think so. He's, how old is he? He's twenty. Well, I mean, Jake Bean is also twenty-three. Sure, but again, like we talked about, right? Defensemen take a little bit long. And Jake Bean's. Uh, I've been rather impressed with what I've seen out of him so far, at least, right? Whereas Morgan Geeky, like, I've never heard of him. <laughs> no, like I'm, I tried my best to pay attention to players. I think I've heard his name once before this. I think he scored no, a couple he's goals. Killed it. He's killed it in the AHL. <laughs> That's about all he's done. <laughs> and he's a goal scorer in the AHL. Yeah. But like that that doesn't translate always. And maybe just Ron Francis knows his Carolina Org while he was, you know, GM there until twenty eighteen. Maybe. So Francis would have drafted this kid. Yep. Well he also would have drafted Jake Bean. This is true. Uh, I don't know. Anyways. Doesn't make sense. It, it, the, next, the next the next pick, six, pick is even worse. He had nine Fuck. points in thirty six games. Yeah, no, it's not. Maybe you're hoping which, with more ice time, he gets you know he gets his William Carlson moment. Which I guess. I, I mean, we know, could all man. look stupid, but uh, even like William Carlson, you could look at his like advanced stats and go, okay, this kid like he's better than what people are valuing him at right now. But like, I don't. Everything I looked into Morgan Geeky, I just didn't see anything, like other than good AHL numbers. Essentially, no, yeah. doesn't done hasn't done anything in the NHL. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyways, yeah, Martin, you're right. The next pick is way, way, way worse. Want to pre- like try just that name? just the amount of options they had, and they went with like, what the hell, Gavin Beirut? <laughs> like, don't even like, know who. twenty seven year old UFA. They're yeah. probably not even going to sign him. They just picked him to get a guy off. The only way this makes sense is they didn't want anybody else in Columbus, so they'd rather take a guy but why who not? they don't need. It makes I don't no know. sense. What, like, why not Domi get Kevin Stenland? Right. Yeah, yeah. Even oh, yeah. if they don't or want Max Domi. Domi. Max Domi had that shoulder surgery. 
maybe that's the reason why. But I mean, so did Yanni Gord. But Stenland was in there. Yeah, Stenland was a guy you take him. easy easily before this other guy. Because yeah. what the only rationalization, and I think I messaged it to you guys before, was that maybe they just valued flexibility in their roster, salary cap, that they would rather take a guy who they have no, no plans. Cap. They have no plans of playing that they could just dump. But even Stenland's even, even like that I too. Know, like they could I know. grab him and then you know see what happens with him, right? Yes. But it makes no sense, and there's it, no it, side deal. And yeah, like, everyone's like, oh, there's going to be a side deal. Just watch. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> it's literally nothing. It's just a waste. It's literally, you have this opportunity. I. It's funny because you keep seeing that meme where they're like, uh, I'm going to take your best player. And you saw them tweet yeah. like a whole bunch. And We're going to take your favorite take player. Anyone's and then they best didn't player. take anyone's player. <laughs> no, because if you think about the team, right, a lot of what they drafted were – Guys that were good, uh, solid two-way guys, like good defensively or like okay defensively, like they didn't really get me high impact guys really, other than Yenny Gord, Jared McCann, um, and the, up front that's kind of it. Giordano right? maybe in the um, from Calgary. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I mean up front, right? right? On defense, they did great, but oh, and then uh, Jordan Eberle, obviously, right? But up front, they didn't have they don't have many sco- scoring guys. Right, so Max Domi would have been perfect there. You saw you have Gord first line, Domi second line, McCann third line, three solid centers. You have good defensive depth. You just put Max Domi with two guys that are good defensively. You can even toss Jared McCann on his line, right? Throw him on the wing, yeah. Second line wing. Throw Brandon Tanev on his line, Max Domi's line, or give him a finisher, Mason Appleton, maybe. I guess I don't know. I guess, but like it, it, it just uh, that that blew my mind because Domi has value in the league, right? Even if they they didn't want to play him and he has the shoulder surgery, like they could have traded him for something. A hundred percent, and it's and not he, even he like he was making five point three million dollars, and they're nowhere near the cap, yeah. right? They're nowhere. Oh, they near. got what twenty mil or something? Thirty mil? Yeah, thirty mil or something. Uh, let me check. Yeah, but it regardless, Max Domi's worth five million dollars or even retain salary on him he's one mm-hmm. year left and flip him for an asset and they yeah. like it doesn't make any sense it's like they didn't think about trades in the future at all doing this yeah they have it's 32 like they were million like... dollars cap space <laughs> so they're below the, they still have they're still below like the minimum i think oh man yeah man so, so they they have to do something with the cap space, right? But, but then they didn't because Arizona went and took all the bad contracts in the NHL, or not all of them, but like a a lot of them, yeah, right. And Seattle hasn't done any of that, which makes even less sense because they have a like. That's what I'm saying. Like they have to be planning to use that cap space on something, or the oh, management's just completely in. Like they have to be thinking. Dougie Hamilton, they have to be thinking offer sheet or something like that. Like, and an offer sheet would be interesting. Hamil- right? Hamilton to know. Could yeah. imagine, and they do a all out trade for Eichel. I don't. I, I just want. The, I just want Eichel, them. Though. Yeah, they don't have anything to trade. But I, what I want them to do is offer sheet Pedersen, like their rival right beside them. Vancouver has very little cap space to work with. That would that'd be awesome. That'd be it. Would be so awesome to be like their first fucking foray into the NHL, for, like offer sheet Pedersen, and then if you can't get Pedersen, you know, and they've been able to talk, right? Like 
they've been able to talk to these players. So they know where their interests I don't, think they, they, I don't think they could have talked to RFAs or anyone yeah, who was kind of protected. Yeah, they RFAs. They okay. could they have had it with UFAs who are kind of exposed in the draft. They could have talked to. They had, the, they had yeah. a negotiating well, period. What about RFAs exposed? They, they could have. Like, like people who were exposed that they could have yeah, been signed. Yeah, wasn't exposed. Yeah, he wasn't exposed. Yeah, but yeah, the thing true, is, true. Once, once free agency opens up, then they can talk they can to Patterson. They can talk to him, yes. Yeah. So that will be interesting because, man, if they could pull off, like, because they need, they don't have, like, even Vegas, right? They had Flurry. Mm, Seattle, Mark Giordano, I guess, but, like, they don't have a Flurry type guy, you know? So no. Pedersen would be that guy. They have the picks to make it work. They're going to be competitive enough off the bat where they don't have to worry about giving up a top three pick next year. But I think that's Patterson. that's that's because of how bad the Pacific Division is. But. Yeah, it is, right? But regardless, they could easily finish second in the division with a couple simple additions, Deneau, Hamilton, whatever they want to do, right? So, so uh, New Jersey, who do they take? Uh, David Quenville? New Jersey. No. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Nathan Bastion. Oh, Nathan uh, Bastion. Which is again weird. They had Will Butcher available. Yeah, I would right? have hundred percent taken Will Butcher. Uh, Even Andreas Janssen, there's a guy you could take who could, you know, potentially rebound and score twenty twenty five. And goals. he's only making three point four million dollars too. Janssen should have been taken. Oh my god! Or I think it's or Butcher. Yeah. So there's there's some things here that just don't make sense to me. See, if you're picking see, a team, and, there and should see, be the no thing brainers. Is like, yeah, and the, see, the thing is, like, if they made some of these picks and then left out some of them, I'd be like, okay, because, you know, they're like, okay, they're trying to keep some cap space open and that sort of thing. Yeah, but they, but they did it every time. Didn't, yeah, they did it every, every time. time. It was like, it's like oh, and, okay. And, like, every, the, the guys that were no-brainers, like the Yanni Gords, the Jarrett McKenna, the Chris Dreger, like, okay, they're no-brainers, but, like, they're not, like, fucking like Yanni Gord is definitely sick and Jared McCann's definitely good but like they're not like game breakers yeah yeah they don't um, I don't think they have any and now and now and they don't really have the assets to get game breakers like Vegas did and <laughs> one of their things they did do was pick and sign Jamie Alexiak to like a five by five or something or was it a three by five is it a uh, five by five or five or three by Alexia five. got four point six times five years. Oh my gosh! Just <laughs> That's not, not a great good, deal. <laughs> but I think that Alexiak's a, a stats guy. Stats darling. I, you know, I like Alexiak, but he's twenty eight years old. He's twenty eight, so, man, and he's so like six years and six five years. <laughs> yeah, he's he's oh. a big boy. He's a big boy. But uh, yeah, it's not a con. Like, I don't think. He was a player that would should have gotten five years left and f- five years on a flat cap. Like it, no, I do like picky. the Larson. I like the Larson deal, but we're not. Martin, there yet. You're getting ahead of yourself here. Yes, uh, I don't even know who. Again, I don't know who Nathan Bastion is. Apparently, he was drafted in the second round. He scored ten points in forty-one games this past year. Yeah, again, I, he he's a guy that did well in the AHL. And I guess they're Will Butcher answers. makes three point seven million dollars, <laughs> and Andreas Janssen makes three point four. 
either of those two, like Adrian Johnson, you say what you want about him. He had a bad season. He is a top six player on a weak team. He could, he could, he could or come easily back. a very good thir- third line guy. Like he could be rebound. Better than... I think he was injured. He had, he, so I was reading about it. If you remember his time on the Leafs, he had uh respiratory, I think he had asthma, mm-hmm. right? He has a respiratory condition. And then he got COVID with that New Jersey outbreak. Oh yeah. So, I mean, I'm just saying, throwing that out there, it might have been kind of the reason for his struggles this year, the recovery Again, from. And he's sick. a low risk contract, three point four times two years. Like, he could come not... back and score twenty five goals, right? Yeah. Be a top six like he was on the Leafs. I mean, I don't know about twenty five goals, but it's almost like he to wanted 20. to be nice to these teams or something. It's almost like he was like, "Oh, we're gonna back off and not." Who be Francis? Like a dick. Yeah, it's like, bro. Because Will Butcher, Will Butcher's even a fucking good option, like a very good option to take. I agree. I think Will Butcher would have been, and like talk about like all these young D that they signed with some potential. Will Butcher showed more potential than any of those guys, and I get he's twenty six now, but he he was very good when he first stepped into New Jersey. Yes, it's only been the last like one or two years where he hasn't really been that great, and it's not like he's an older guy where he's past his peak. He can still be that like top four defenseman, so it makes no sense why they didn't take a flyer on him. Like they're not gonna get anything out of whatever the hell Nathan Bastion or Nathan whoever. Bastion. Like yeah, it's they're a not risky gonna get pick. anything from him. Yeah, and you lose, you lose. Like it's Will like Butcher, it's only upside. Three point yeah. seven million dollars. He works out great. You can keep him. He doesn't work out. You can flip him or just let him go to UFA after next season. Like it, there's no downside to his pick and again if they made all these picks that we're talking about where they added on another like 20 million dollars in cap space i'd be okay and probably shouldn't do that but some of these guys should have been picked right like nobody would be making a big deal about not taking butcher or andreas johnson if they snapped up max domi and they snapped up like all the couple other guys that we've brought up so far right like they constantly did it they constantly went back and said no we're not going to take the best available option that has a little bit of cap hit. We're and take see the thing some is shit option that has no cap hit. And, <laughs> but, and see the thing is even with Vegas, right? Like a lot of people didn't think they'd be good right off the bat. But even ignoring the fact that people <laughs> what the f- <laughs> nice. Uh even ignoring the fact that you know people didn't think they'd be good off the bat, everyone knew they did well off the expansion draft. They took advantage of teams, they accrued yes. a lot of assets, a lot of picks. They, they got, got Marshall so and Riley Smith. Like they got Shea Theodore. Yeah. They took it man. So a lot of guys overperformed where they thought, the but they had a lot they had way more assets than Seattle has gotten off of. And that allowed Vegas to go grab Mark Stone, Max Petcheretti. Um yeah. those are two kind of the big guys, I'm pretty sure. Um Alex Martinez. Oh no no was he yeah, they got Alex Martinez. Yeah, they traded Alex Martinez. So yeah, so like a bunch of those guys that have major impacts on the team, but like Seattle just doesn't have any assets. Like they like if they wanted to go out and grab Eichel or grab Eichel. like any yeah. any good player, do like I don't know what they would trade. To, they what they could use like Vince Dunn and they were Jared also, McCann and a man. first rounder. Like it's. They were also like asking. Apparently, Elliot Elliot Friedman was saying they were asking for like huge returns to to protect a player, basically, right? Yeah. Finally, won't take this player, but you're gonna have to give us a friggin' yeah, like if you give an extra, ex- yeah, 
protection spot. I think they were saying a first and a third round pick or something yeah. like that. Which is crazy to me. Considering the guys that they took, why would you even bother? Yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> exactly. There's like two Honestly. teams. There's like two teams that, that were like that actually have lost it, out, and that's Tampa and yeah. well, Tampa, Tampa was going to lose. Tampa had like five guys that they could have lost, and it would be like, oh yeah. shit, we just Tampa, lost. Tampa, the Leafs, Calgary, St. Louis. And the Islanders are probably the only teams that really lost something of value. So how how could they expect to charge a first and third round pick to protect guys when they didn't even like grab anyone of value from most of these teams, right? Yeah. Like there's no way but Boston, Lazon, Buffalo, Borgen, Chelowski, Detroit, Kale Fleury, Montreal, Decord, Ottawa. Gavin Bayreuther, Nathan Bastion, Morgan Geeky. Who's going to pay a first and third round? Who's going to even pay a third round pick to protect any of those guys, let alone a first? Oh, no. Don't take Morgan Geeky. How are we going <laughs> to replace him? Right? <laughs> Basically. And, the, and this thing is they still didn't use... Because Arizona, right? What Arizona just did, they grabbed six second round picks and a first round pick over the next like two years, basically. For just to contracts. Yeah. yeah. So if and they ate again, a lot of like one year contracts too, right? Like they did. And they very got rid well. of Ackman Larson, right? Who's yeah, a, yeah. And that was a major issue on their cap for the next six years or whatever. It was. We'll get to that eventually. Yeah, we'll get it to when it's Arizona time. Uh, um, yeah. Okay. So Islanders, New York Islanders, great. Everly's their best player, I think. And I think that okay. What I wanted to just bring up is how Gord's the best player. But anyways, okay. Whatever. I believe it's like their second or third best player. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. It's crazy to me that Lou Lamorello protected Matt Martin, Matt Martin and also Cal Clutterbuck <laughs> exposed Jordan Eberle. And I was I sent I sent a thread to you guys, I think, about how good Eberle is and how good of a fit he is with Matt Barzell. Mm-hmm. Some guy who was just like kind of analyzing Eberle's game and how it really meshes well with Barzell. And I think that he's really going to miss out. I, th- on Jordan I think Everly they on his completely line. screwed up with that. It's like, a typical loop move. That's your two-time GM of the year protecting. Unforced he did error. it with the Leafs. He did it with Leafs, protected Matt Martin. They <laughs> lost Brendan Leipzig, whatever. Um, but Matt Martin was protected again by Lou Lamorello, two-time GM of the year in a row, and Cal Clutterbuck. But I'm just looking at this protection <laughs> list. Like I would have protected Everly over Brock Nelson. Actually, no. Okay, to be fair, Brock Nelson's their second-line center, so, okay, fair. But Matt Martin, 100%. Cal Clutterbuck, 100%. Even Anthony Beauvillier, I I would have considered protecting Jordan Eberle over him. Pajot, I probably would have protected uh, Eberle over him, too. So, but, but there's no argument for Matt Martin or Cal Clutterbuck. Like, absolutely no argument at all. The best and I get fourth that, line in hockey, though. And I get that, I get that they got cap space for letting Eberly go. They got $6 million. But that's $6 million that they're going to have to use to get offense from somewhere else. And right. to be frank... They lost a, a really good offensive player on their team. They lost a top-line guy, right? And to be very honest, like they don't have a lot of young guys to step in and, and have a big impact offensively. And, and even like Anders Lee... He's making seven million dollars for five more years. Coming off a torn ACL, by the way. Yeah, I don't think they. Yeah, they did protect him. So, and you know, maybe it's because he's this captain and everything like that. But 
I would have even probably protected Eberle over him as well. So it, I don't know about yeah. that one. Over Anders Lee, I would definitely, I would definitely have Anders Lee ahead. I don't know, man. He's power forward, seven million dollars for five more years. That's not that a is, contract that's that going to age problem. well. Eberle, he's already proven he's aged well. You know, but Eberle so, still has like what three or four years left. Uh, yeah, he is. Like, it's not short. He has three more years left at five point yeah. five. But like he, his type of game ages more elegantly than Anders Lee, in my opinion. Uh, but yeah, a, a great pick by Seattle in this one. One of the very few times they got it right. Uh, Colin Blackwell from the Rangers. I think he was uh, the best option was, there. I think he was the best option there. Um, he'll be good. He'll be a good fit on the third line, I think, for them. Um, he had some good moments for them this year. Yeah. No, I, I think that was definitely the right pick. And he can be their third line center potentially, uh, as well. If uh, if Morgan Geeky isn't it, <laughs> I guess. Uh, yeah. So it'll be Gord McCann and probably Blackwell, unless they grab Dino or grab Pedersen or you know offer sheet someone, whatever it is. Right. But uh, New York didn't really leave anyone of value no. No. exposed. No. Like they left. I think like the only other guy. It was like Keith Kincaid. Even their protection spots, spots that they used, like Lieber Hajek, Ryan Lindgren, like not exactly uh, guys you really need to protect anyways. It, also, I would have thought that they would have protected Blackwell over Kevin Rooney. but Yeah, that is kind of weird. <laughs> that is weird because Blackwell is definitely better. So I don't know what that was about, but... For Seattle's uh, sake, they took the right player, I think. Yeah, they definitely took the right player. Who did they even take from Philly? Uh, they oh, this is a weird one. Carson, Carson Torinsky. <laughs> Another guy who I'm... But, I mean, looking at this list, who all, they could have taken Voracek, maybe? Uh, I think a lot of people were talking about Van Riemsdyk. Who or Van Riemsdyk, but again, yeah. I, I, I'm, I get not taking I Van get Riemsdyk. Not, I get not taking either Voracek or Van Riemsdyk. Yeah. That's those are giant cap hits, yeah, and you know not really worth it anymore. I, I think would have they rather really... they take Robert, like Robert Hag, or so, like, yeah, even Robert Hag, like he's just another one of those guys that's like a bottom pairing guy, barely. Yeah, that's true. So I don't know. I don't have a huge problem with any with their pick here, uh, but at the same time, I, who but, the heck uh, is Carson think... Twarinski? Yeah, I think I think everyone fan fan wise would have liked to see them grab Van Riemsdyk or Voracek just to like. Uh, Torinsky's literally nothing. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, he's not even an NHL player. No. I don't. I don't think he. I don't think he is an. So they had just another dead pick. Like, man, you can't be having dead picks if you only have thirty-two. Like that's your thirty-two players. Like that's that's your assets right there. And how many dead picks have they had so far? Let's count. Out of one, like four? two, three, four. And you just had two five, many, six, seven. So if you arguably if you know, eight so far. <laughs> if you know Philly's going to be a dead pick, you look at say Philly probably going to be a dead pick. Okay, Columbus. Let's not make it a dead pick. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> New Jersey. Let's not make it a dead pick. Yeah. <laughs> like, they they did guys. it way too many times. Yeah. Uh, and I think Van Reams. Uh, what's Van Reams' contract looking like? 
2023, $7 million. So he only two more years. And he had a good season last year, like a rebound and season. Here's the, and you can trade Van Riemsdyk, retain like a decent amount and trade him. Yeah. And you could, you it could looks sick. Definitely do you that. could probably get so because many he assets. Is, man, I got to say, when he was with For the Twinsky, Leafs, he was one of my... You're getting he was, zero yeah. assets. Van Riemsdyk was assets. one of my favorite players on the Leafs. And his, you know, his, his power play game, great. Great guy yeah, in if, front of the if net. They, if they grabbed Van Riemsdyk and then just retained like $2 million on his deal, they could yeah. get some good assets for him, I feel. Their lack of desire to get assets is mind-boggling to me. Like, honestly, it's it's insane. I've said that a couple yeah, times. Yeah, he had a very good year last year. 43 points in 56 games. Yeah. That's a he, phenomenal year. Right. That's a 60-point pace. and Which is what least, he's always done. At least yeah, go to Philly and exactly. be like, what's it? What do you like? Do you want us to take Van Riemsdyk? If they say no, okay. What's it take to not take him? And you take as little as possible not to take him. If like you're not second going round pick, third, yeah. like especially because the Flyers literally just gave up like all of the picks ever. I feel I, <laughs> they just feel traded like... for Rasmus Ristolainen and gave up first rounder and a second rounder, then traded away Ghost Despair for a for second nothing. rounder and a seventh for... rounder. Yeah. Like they gave up so many picks you'd think like they would I feel like part of the to... way Vegas got so many better uh options was for one teams were dumb but Vegas yeah. also probably in my mind how I look at it is they probably put pressure on teams and were like we're going to take this person what is it going to take for us not to take this person and I don't know if it doesn't seem like Seattle did that Ever. Or <laughs> they were or they didn't go to complete, but... or GMs like completely called their bluff. Yeah. Right? No, okay. So. Do it. Take yeah, the guy. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I, I, I'm like, on your side. Like fuck, bro. Yeah. Yeah. yeah was... was, uh, I'm rattled. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. So after Flyers, it's Brandon Tana, Brandon Tana from oh. Pittsburgh. I don't really like that pick either don't like i would it. have liked uh either czar zach ashen reese or Pedersen. even jason zucker Pedersen. or like or Pedersen. yep because they decided to protect mike matheson man pittsburgh <laughs> protected mike matheson they made the mistake and they didn't take advantage of it Pedersen, 100 top four defenseman could have easily or been a tradable asset as well like he's a hundred percent a second pairing guy, so in Jason Jason Zucker, I can understand somewhat why they didn't pick him because he he really hasn't been good the last year and a half. But, but I think new scenery, only two years left on his deal. I think but if you would have been a really interesting option. And if you're worried about bad contracts and like contracts, like not want because it seems like they they didn't want contracts. You yeah. take Brandon Tanev, who has like five years left, at fucking a dumb amount for Brandon Tanev. Yeah, like, how, how 3.5. That's not, that's not how many a good years does he like, have left? 3.5 till yeah, 2025. Yeah, he has four years left at 3.5, and he's not just a player that their, gracefully. Yeah. Just based on their other picks, it was a dumb It was a dumb move. Zach Ashen Reese was right there, and he's an RFA. They could have grabbed him, signed him to like a 3 4 your deal, and then he would have been done that deal at his peak, like at by the end of his peak years. And on top of that, it probably would have been cheaper 
than what Brandon Tanev has, and he's better than Brandon Tanev. Yeah. So doesn't make any sense. Like if you even if you look at the numbers, when Teddy Bluger and and uh, Brandon Tanev are away from Zach Ashton Reese, they do significantly worse without him. Whereas and he does said, just as good without those two. And they said so. Seattle is like a, a stat team. Yeah, and there's not seen that out of them. Like, Especially yeah. because like they like you can say Brandon Tanev's a good kind of defensive forward, but Zach Ashton Reese is an even better defensive forward. Yeah, he's right? arguably one of the best at even strength, anyways, right? So, uh, it just doesn't make any sense. And then Marcus Pedersen sitting there, four million dollars for the next four years, very good deal. He's only twenty five years old, so he's you know just entered his peak. Yeah, I, I I don't like the Brandon Tanev pick at all. So no. I'm not a fan. I think there was three different said, options. And again, it wouldn't be that big of a deal if they made other better decisions before, but they yes, didn't. So they didn't. More criticism. He was one of the he's yeah. one of their centerpieces. He's one of their centerpiece picks. Yeah, well, he's the guy there. they're like, oh, we like we're committed to him long term. Like they yeah, brought him out on stage. Like he's been one of their big photo he's guys. Their like, se- like- second longest <laughs> contract. Tied yeah. with a couple other people. Yeah. <laughs> so, ugh. Yeah. Uh, no okay, so Washington. next is Vidic Vanacek from Washington Capitals. I it At the time, it didn't look awful. Uh, and then the Brandon like Dillon trade ha- yeah. happens? And then, and then he get, Brandon <laughs> Dillon gets moved for two second-round picks, <laughs> which means that they valued Vanacek at over two second round picks, which makes absolutely no sense considering the goalie market out there and all the other guys they could have picked. Considering other guys options they could have gotten free agency. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. it makes no sense. Fuck, that is horrible asset management because they could have grabbed Dylan, flipped him to, I think it was Winnipeg, <laughs> got those two second round picks. Winnip- <laughs> you know, the, the, it, that, the, it looks really bad on their part. And this is something <laughs> yeah. Vegas did really well. Right? Like, how did they not learn from Vegas in this? That immediately yeah. when the Washington Capitals released their expansion draft list, like, they should have looked at it and went, okay, there's Brendan Dillon, there's Justin Schultz, like, those are a couple guys. Even Nick Jensen. Go to, Nick Jensen, like, go to the rest of the league. What what value do you place on these couple guys? A bunch of team. apparently Winnipeg put the value of two second-round picks on Brendan Dillon. There's no reason why they shouldn't have learned that and then flipped him even if it's one second round pick and i would have done that yeah especially considering some of the guys they've picked and traded so they've done two trades uh tyler pitlick who's going to be our next guy we're evaluating for arizona and uh they just traded mcdermott today or yesterday uh today both only for fourth and it's like bruh you had Brendan Dillon, who literally you had as an option to two fucking pick, and yeah, you got it's two so seconds bad. out of him. So, so, so bad. Such it's ridiculous. And, we, and, and the thing is, like, Vanacek, you, can't, you couldn't trade him for two second round picks. I don't no. even think you could trade him for one you, second you would, round. You could call half the GMs in the league and say, I'm offering VTech Vanacek, and they'd say, who? Yeah, you know, <laughs> and if you look at other like backup goalies with his similar kind of numbers, they all have gone for like third rounders, fourth rounders, like you know, like and not I, a lot of assets. And again, this is a risky pick based on the goalies that they've taken so far. If they picked another one of the available goalies who are more proven, and then you take him as your third goalie, 
who yep. can you yeah. know potentially yeah. become their a backup backup right yeah. now. He's their backup. Their goalies right now, are right? a complete wash of being like, holy fuck, it's scary. It could like, work out terrifying. very well or work out very poorly. Actually, yeah. I don't even think it could work out really well. I think it could work out okay Average. or go really poorly. <laughs> like I don't think there's like upside with this. Like even when see uh, uh when Vegas picked Flurry, you could see that there was upside with Flurry. Right? Like he was clearly he hadn't had a good couple of years in Pittsburgh, but there was upside there. There's no upside with Vanacek, twenty five years old. There's because upside they never with Drager, had years. But... They never had years of proven doing it. Yeah, exactly. results. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So and that that was a really that was probably one of the worst picks that they had. I think. Uh, I don't the know. This next pick, probably. Arizona's Arizona Tyler, me- like, next pick. Yeah. That okay, this so. pick's mind-boggling when you have Fisher sitting there. Uh, I agree completely. And you trade uh, him for a fourth. You're telling me you couldn't have picked it, uh Fisher and traded him for more than a fourth? Are you fucked? Yeah, I I completely agree. Like, there. Fisher, are you Fisher fucked? could have grabbed, especially because Fisher's only making one million dollars next year. Yes, too. So he's a better player, and and he won't be a UFA. He'll be an RFA after that year. RFA. So nothing about that makes any sense. Basically, like a hundred percent. At worst, Fisher could have gotten like a third round pick. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like there's there's no way you trade Fisher and he gets a fourth. So no. again, just awful asset management. Didn't I? I don't even know like if they talked to other teams in the league and went, <laughs> what's Christian Fisher's value? But even if they didn't find ha- him having a lot of value, they could have <clears throat> kept him. Oh, Christian Fisher would have been a uh, probably a, on their top two lines to start the season. Man, I don't know that he was that great. Looking at his numbers these past couple of years. Um, he had again, a one he's, year. He's, he's a guy he's, with the upside, right? Twenty-four. Like he, he's already had pick. a thirty-point season, right? So, I don't think he goes for a fourth-round fourth pick, and I think at worst they kept kept him. He, I'm just thinking that correct. Have, he he hasn't go, been going the right direction, yeah. but um, he's still twenty-four. He has that thirty-point year. I don't know, man. I, he's better than fucking Tyler Pitlick, in my opinion. <laughs> Let me check out Tyler Pitlick's numbers because I think that he's for one. Tyler, Tyler Pitlick's Pitlick. fucking twenty nine already. And Kristen Fisher's actually a good defensive player too. So, like, even yeah, yeah. yeah looking at Tyler Pitlick's numbers, it's not much better. No, eight yeah. goals, eight goals, six goals, fourteen goals. Yeah, and and he's twenty nine, so you know you have the selling of upside with Fisher that you don't have with and Fisher's again, cheaper. Yeah, and that too. And on top of that, again, what? wouldn't be that big of a deal if they it made other better picks before, but they didn't. So it looks even worse. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, so after Pitlick, we got John Quinville in uh, oh, Chicago. Another bad pick. A bad pick, uh, but like, what else really was there? Brett yeah, Connolly, true. maybe? Brett Connolly. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Actually, that would have been a bit. But 
He's making what three million dollars? Three point five. Three point five. But I mean, yeah. you guys love you stats man love Brett Collingwood. What I would have tried to do is I would have tried to uh, Vinny Henestroso is a UFA. I would have tried to get a contract with him and then take him. I agree. I think Henestroso uh, would have been a really good option. I think P- Puya Suter, who is Puyasuter, their second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was their second line center last season? But I think they or, protected him. He wasn't eligible for the draft anyway. I don't think he's eligible. He's not eligible. No, he's he not wasn't on the eligible. List here. No, because he, he only played one year in the league. I think he maybe didn't have the games uh, requirement. Okay, well now he's a free agent, so they should go out and grab him. Yeah, they should um, try to get him because he had a very good year. I guess he was playing a lot with like Kane and stuff, but still. I don't know As what's wrong rookie, with fucking Zadarov. Eh. Yeah. Actually, no. Zadarov does have value in the league. He also, so yeah. You're not wrong. I wouldn't he want has, him on the team, but he has value. He has value to other teams, like a decent yeah. amount of value. <laughs> like, yeah, what did Zadarov just get traded for last year? Like Brandon Saad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he has value. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think he would have. He could have gotten something for uh, for them that uh. John Quinn. Oh, yo, oh my god, yo, yo, yo. Brent Seabrook is being traded for Tyler Johnson and a second. What? What? Brent Seabrook what? just got traded for Tyler Johnson. Oh, because he can go on LTIR so Tampa can uh, finesse the cap some more. Sorry but to interrupt. Isn't Brendan Seabrook t- uh, retired? Yeah, they're going to LTIR him. Yeah, they're going to LTIR him and now. Tyler Johnson won't be on their cap at all. That's actually a good move for Tampa. True. Yeah. But He's just trading Chicago dead salary only, around. So Chicago only got a second round pick for taking on five million bucks. Although I do like Tyler Johnson. Tyler Johnson's still a player. <laughs> like Yeah. And Tyler he only Johnson three goes years on that team and he's one of their only good players. <laughs> he's if Tyler Johnson goes on to Chicago and he's arguably their fifth best forward. <laughs> Sorry, Dan. Back to this. Back to the expansion draft. Sorry, I just had to break that news because it happened two minutes ago. Okay. Is yeah. But like, so is John Quinville anything? Like, no, I don't think he is. He's he's nothing. No, no. Besides offense. the son or or son or <laughs> Joe of uh, Joel. <laughs> yeah. I think he's like his nephew. I don't think nephew? he's his son. Well, yeah. yeah, whatever. It's related yeah, I, to. He doesn't have. He's twenty five years old. And he had two. They even play in the, in the NHL last year. No, he had two points in the AHL last year. In another dead games. pick. Just a another dead, dead pick. pick. Yeah. Because I even even if you oh. take like Brett Connolly or you try to get Benny Hanastros that signed to a contract, like those are. Yep. Actually, asset worthy people. Yeah. Guys who can play in the because right now we're listing a whole bunch of guys who, like Martin said, are wasted picks. Rather than people who can offer play to in the take NHL. Brent Seabrook out off their hands and get that second rounder or whatever, yeah, it was. get that second round for it. That's more. the guy you pay, take. Yeah, <sighs> actually more than that because I think the only reason it worked, anyways, whatever. They could have gotten assets, use that cop space, and it would have been LTIR, so they wouldn't have to, uh, wouldn't really affect their cap that much. They could have easily yeah. taken Zadaroff offered a he's an RFA, so. Got him. Yeah, because even I if think you take he, him, he, he's not a dead pick, right? Yeah, he's not. Because you, you take trade him, him for a if third. If he didn't want to sign, yeah, yeah, yeah. you trade his rights. 
John Quinville's literally a fucking dead pick. Like he's not NHL. Yeah, he's he didn't nothing. play in the NHL last year at 24. He's not playing this year probably. He only had two teams, points in the teams, AHL. Teams he had don't two value points. him. Teams yeah. don't see him as a valuable person. So like, why and he won't impact? Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, so from Colorado, from Colorado, uh, they grabbed uh, Jonas Donskoy. So oh, that's a good have, pick. I don't have any problems with that pick. I think they should have uh, taken Comfer, to be honest. Nah. And I think Donskoy is better, and uh, he only makes three point nine million dollars for the next two years. So you know, it's it's he's a solid third line guy. I think who could play in the top six if you need him to, like a second line guy. Uh, he's a Comfer, versatile guy. Comfer, yeah. I don't think is great. Yeah, I'm not a huge. I'm not a huge fan of Comfer. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't have any problem with that pick from, from them at all. Uh, Dallas, uh, we talked it, about Jamie Alexiak already. Sorry. I just want to speed it up cause we're already over an hour. Oh yeah. Oops. Uh, okay. So da- yeah, we talked about Jamie Alexiak already. I think that's a fun pick from Dallas. It's just the contract I don't like, but, uh, he's an analytics darling type of player. Too. Even though he's like six well. foot eight and six foot seven, two fifty five. Big boy. Okay, so Carson Soucy out of Minnesota. Uh, Weird again. I mean, they should have taken the goal. Kakinen. Yeah, I think they yeah. should have taken Kakinen too. Um, but I don't have a major problem with Soucy. I think he's still. I think he's actually got the potential to be like a top four guy. Um, for them, or if anything, a really good bottom pairing guy. So I don't have any problems with taking Carson Susi, but again, right, like their goaltending situation is kind of a mess. So Kakinen would have been uh, a really good pick there to, right. you know, he had a good well, year think, last season. I think Kakinen was one of their best options as a goalie. Like, I think he would have been who, the second best goalie on the team after Jeter. Yeah, and has <laughs> probably the highest ceiling of the goalies who were available. And and you take him instead of. Uh, Vitek Vanacek, and you get Brandon Dillon and trade him for two you seconds. Flip. Boom. Yep. <laughs> Boom. 100%. 100%. Better team, and you get more assets. It's like yes. double. Uh, so the Nashville Yarncrow. Uh, Which I think is that was the smart pick. Like they're I only think. All, yeah, they're only off. They could have really. taken Duchesne. They could have taken Johansson. If it, yeah. Say what you want about them. Oh. Could yeah, have taken don't, them. They don't want those contracts. I that think that, yeah, Callier and Croak was the best option available. I mean, other yeah. than Big Ben Harper. Um. And Nashville had, a, <laughs> Nashville had a crazy protection list, too. They protected five defensemen yeah. and three forwards. Two of those. I don't even know who Tanner Gene not. I don't even know who that is. Luke Kunin, eh, whatever. But I don't even know who the third forward they protected is. So there's not a lot on that roster. That has a lot of value. And then they lost their second best defenseman too. So Nashville's kind of a mess. Uh, their defense is not going to be good next year. Like they have Ristolainen. Uh, not Ristolainen. They have uh, Dante Fabro, Carrier, Philip Myers, who isn't really much, and then Roman Yosi and Ekholm. So, so. So, the, so the Young Rock pick is okay, okay? Yeah. But here's the thing. So there's a, this kid down down the list, way down the list, Yakov Trent. Yeah, that guy. I was going to bring him up. He okay. has so potential there. He and he's very similar to like Nathan Bastian, like these other guys, like Morgan Geeky, where they showed potential in the AHL. Mm-hmm. 
And you go with fucking Cal Yankrock over Nino Niederreiter or uh, yeah, uh, Will Butcher or Andre Andreas Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. In, in, like, so you take Yakov Trenin instead of fucking Nathan Bastian or these other the other guy you talk off. Uh, Again, about, higher Morgan. upside pick. Yeah, and you get a better player overall yeah. from the other team as well. The other team, similar cap hit with with yeah. similar cap hit. It's like uh, brain dead, man. Brain dead. Like, yeah, it, I don't. <laughs> you're you're right, hundred percent. It's. It, I don't know. There's a lot. There's well. There's still so much more of it, right? So if we keep going here, uh, Vi- uh, Vince gone out of St. Louis. Good pick. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, they could have taken Vladdy, but would have liked Vladdy, but. You know, uh, I think a lot of teams are just skeptical on his shoulder and everything. Like I think that, Vince so. Dunn's, yeah, fair enough. A, Vince Dunn, Vince Dunn's arguably going to be their best defenseman on that team in a year or two. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I don't like. I'm. I would have liked if uh, they grabbed Demello instead of Mason Appleton from Winnipeg. But. Uh, but I, I think Appleton's a good problems. pick. I like Appleton. I like they, the thing is the thing is they had a lot of defensemen at this point and they yeah. hadn't grabbed a lot of scoring so they had to grab me they, they didn't really have an option to not do it bro unless in terms of thought, the forwards they took like yeah. Mason unless Appleton thought, is one of the like good ones <laughs> yeah unless they thought that they could use Demello and trade him or another like the thing is right I don't if they grabbed Brendan Dillon flipped him for two second round picks. Those two second round picks is worth more than Mason Appleton, right? And I think DeMello in the NHL has a lot more value than Mason Appleton does. So I feel like they could have changed those picks around, used those picks to go and pick, like, or even grab Mason Appleton from Winnipeg for less than those two for second round picks. So again, it's just like a question of asset value and i think Demello, especially with all the ridiculous goal uh, defenseman contracts that are being given out i don't know why they wouldn't have just grabbed Demello. it doesn't make any sense so to uh last year dylan Demello traded from ottawa to winnipeg for a third round pick right if i was gonna say i don't think that he has that much value i think now he has more value than he did in ottawa that's my take why on it. He hasn't scored wrong. a goal in like four years, man. <laughs> Which is again, yeah, he doesn't put up any points. He yes, he yeah. has good defensive stats, but those aren't valued in the league. It seems like unless you're a That's big hard nosed hitter, maybe yeah. Mason Appleton has more value. Maybe you 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 could be hundred percent right. Okay, yeah. Again, I don't have a problem with that pick. I just would have preferred if they grabbed Demello. But anyways, yeah. uh, okay. So the last division, the Pacific Division, Hayden Flurry out of Anaheim. Again, another guy that isn't probably a top. You probably don't want in your top six. Probably want him as like the seventh or eighth defenseman. But uh, Anaheim they didn't have didn't many really, options. Yeah, like, Anaheim doesn't have much. They could have. I mean, if you're taking Hayden Flurry, why didn't you take Jake Bean? Is basically my thought process here, right? Like, I don't. I mean, I. Yeah, hundred percent. A top round guy. If they're grabbing from all these young the defensemen, yeah. who. They think may have potential. Jake Bean has more potential than all of them. So, who who's better, Jakob Larson or uh, Hayden or uh, Hayden? I mean, Florida. I would have preferred Larson. I think, but yeah, I think so too. And they were both sitting there available. Like I don't know, but they wanted whatever. both the flurries together, right? Yeah, yeah, put yeah. The, <laughs> both of those kids on the bottom pair together and see what happens. That'd be fun. 
No. That would be jokes. Uh, uh, Calgary next. Uh, no brainer here. Obvious, no brainer. No brainer. This is guy. This is their captain. I think. Yeah. yeah. Captain material. Best defenseman on the team at the moment. Even though he's thirty eight. True leader. Yeah. Thirty seven. Apparently, years old. It, he might not be impressed to be there though. Eh? Well, I mean, he's been with Calgary for his entire yeah. career. I would. I wouldn't. Did he looked fine in the present? I guess that doesn't mean anything. But that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, <laughs> he looked fine in the press conference. But I guess yeah, he probably isn't too happy that he's having to move his life at thirty-seven years old. Yeah, and I think he's a little offended Calgary didn't protect him. Um, but at the same time, it Calgary. makes sense. Yeah, yeah Calgary kind of had to like they didn't yeah. really have any option there. They it, could, and again, they could have paid. I think that I heard Elliot. Or someone say that they were asking for like a first and a prospect to, pr- yeah, to not take Yeah, that's Giordano. the biggest one. Right. The thing is, heard. I think I would have. The thing is, Christopher Tanev had a really great year last year, but I wouldn't want that contract if I'm Seattle or if I'm Calgary. So if I'm Calgary, I protect Giordano, expose Tanev, risk him getting picked, but he is a very big contract. Like, uh, Right here, uh, where is it? He has Chris Tanev has okay. He has three more years left at four point five million dollars, and he's had some major injuries, and he's thirty one years old. So it's Does all he have any no move here. clause though. He has a modified no trade clause, so I think he could have been exposed. Right. Yeah. Okay, let's let's move on from the no brainer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I'm more. Uh, I'm more Adam pointing Larson. out Calgary's mistake from that point of view. Uh, yeah. Adam Larson, easy choice. If they could have, they signed him, so that's a good choice. I mean, if they couldn't sign him, maybe like Tyler Benson was a guy, but I mean, they they got it. And it's a decent contract defense. for Larson yeah. too. Like it's not a terrible contract. Um, yeah, Clefbaum would have been interesting too if they. You yeah, know, if, I would have liked. They're probably, them to unsure, they're probably unsure on him returning and what's everyone is i don't think that he, there's there's some worries out there he may never play again right but i think i think they see maybe a little upside like i don't i think some people think adam larson hasn't reached his full potential because they feel like he uh really felt like the pressure of being the guy that got traded one for one for taylor hall and everyone's like no oh, that was an awful trade and it really was an awful trade but like <laughs> and but like it's really hindered him from reaching like what he actually could have been. Yeah. Um, I mean, they still got the guy that got the one for one trade for Taylor Hall. I think that's a pretty good, I think he's probably their, like one of their best players. He's, their, he's in their top four. I think it's, it's a good pick by Seattle. Uh, okay. I want to get on to the next pick because I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking it up right now. So they just traded Curtis McDermott yeah. for a fourth round. Okay, fucking L.A. had Andreas Athanasio available, who did not have a terrible year last year, okay? Andreas Athanasio, two years ago, uh, no, not two years, uh, last year, like not this past year, but the year before, was traded at the trade deadline for Sam Gagne, friend of the show, (laughs) and... Two second round picks. Yep. And they just traded Curtis McDermott for a fucking fourth. You're telling me Andreas Athanasiu, 
who still got 23 points this year, couldn't have gotten at least a second again or even a third? Like, come on, man. I think, I think even then, like, you, you could have taken another... If you wanted a defenseman here, like, Kale Clegg is a better guy. Yeah. Like, Ol- even Oli Mata is a better options. guy. There was better options here. Or Athena Carl Grundstrom. He's very he's really not that far off from a 30 goal year he had in Detroit. Yeah. In Detroit. Like it makes no sense. Like I get Athen- the whole defensive issues he has, but they drafted a bunch of guys that are good defensively. Why not take a flyer? Yeah. yeah. Uh, why not take a flyer on a guy that's good that has the upside offensively to do uh, to you know put up 30 goals. Like in your makes my brain hurt, man. Like they like did this shit. Like a fourth round pick's literally nothing. You know what I mean? Like yep. a fourth round a fourth round pick, you have just as good odds be grabbing some guy from like free oh, agency yeah. to have that. And Curtis McDermott's one of those guys that the uh people were actually saying, like, oh, he'll be on the team. So they traded one of the people they, they actually thought would be on the team. So they so not only have we talked about all these wasted picks, they're trading people that we now thought were gonna be on the team. So like yeah. we don't even know what the hell this team's doing for for a fourth round pick who has like what a ten percent chance if that yeah, making the making NHL. So to be fair to them, we have to see. No, no. no. Uh, regardless, they made some big mistakes, but we have to see what they do in free agency slash offer sheets if that's even a possibility. But you're a hundred percent. There's way too many picks of wasted value here even the san jose pick that's fine who do they take alexander true i don't even know who that is never heard of him they could have taken ryan donato yes i would have rather they taken donato as well because i think he still has upside but yeah clearly he's shown shown stretches where he can play but they can also grab him right now because they didn't even send him a qualifying offer right so he clearly doesn't have any value yeah he he clearly doesn't have, or I guess San Jose didn't think he had any value in the league, so they can always grab him later. So I don't have a problem with who they did grab, but again, he's a guy. He's not going to have an impact in the NHL. He doesn't have any value. So again, it's another pick where they didn't grab anything, they didn't get anything of value essentially for it. Right, and then from Vancouver, last but not least, uh, Cole Lind, uh, another like meh pick, right? I don't think. Uh, I don't have a problem with this one. If you're looking at a guy who has kind of the most potential based on this list, he's probably the guy. I mean, Vancouver didn't have anyone else, right? Like they're not going to grab Vertanen or Holtby or. They could have. I could have seen them taking Holtby. Nah, I... I think they considered it at least. Because again, looking at their goalies, they man. probably understood that Vancouver had to buy out Holtby, so yeah. that they can get him for cheaper. <laughs> Right, if they really uh, wanted to. I like the Colin pick. I'm a pretty big fan. I, I'm, eh, he's fine. It's, I, it is a good pick though. Like they made the right decision, hundred percent. So but it, it's not, you know. A quick recap, I guess. Yeah. How many good picks do you think they made? Yeah. So I'm, I was actually gonna do that. So yeah. I was gonna start off with, uh, with the wasted picks, like zero, zero asset value that they got, and again. Some teams didn't have anything for them to get an asset value from, but these are so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, uh, eleven, twelve, thirteen. 
13 of their picks offered essentially no value or very, 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 very little value. Uh, they made the right choice a couple of times here. Yanni Gord, McCann, Dreger, uh, Eberly, Colin Blackwell. That's And then Giordano, Donskoy, Carson Soucy, Yarn Croak, I guess, Vince Dunn, Mason Appleton, Adam Larson. But other than that, not not a, like just a lot of wasted asset value. Not a lot of good picks. A lot of young defensemen that don't aren't really don't seem not like even young, young like anywhere. or like youngish defensemen. Yeah, youngish. Yeah, like used to mid, have potential mid- and now yeah don't. don't exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's actually a better. That's a more apt description. Um. Yeah. So that's that's the Seattle expansion draft right there. Uh, I do think they will still end up becoming are coming second or third in their division. Pacific Division's a mess. Uh, so they definitely have potential. And if you look at like the war rosters and all of that, of putting the team together and whatever other moves that they could theoretically make with their $30 million in cap space to become even better, I don't have any doubt that they aren't going to make the playoffs next year. It's just they don't have the asset value that Vegas did out of the gate that's going to turn them into cup contenders relatively quickly, right? Like Vegas, like no. we talked about, Max Pacioretty, Mark Stone, Alec Martinez, they were able to make all those moves, grab Robin Leonard. It doesn't seem like Seattle has those types of assets to make all those different types right. of moves. So yeah, so that's uh, that's the Seattle extension. Do you guys want to, we're at now our 17 here, do you guys want to go over some of the big trades just really quickly? Yeah, sure. I guess so. Yeah, well, we'll gotta, I would say we'll do it next week, but I mean, it's going to be... By then, it's going to be irrelevant. <laughs> okay, yeah. so first off, we already did the Tyler Johnson trade since that literally just broke. Uh, Nate Schmidt for a third-round pick. Uh, I mean, Winnipeg seems to have just loaded up on defensemen, right? Uh, uh, I have I have some news that Philippe Deneau is going to the Vegas Golden Knights. Shut up. Really? Huh. Is that according confirmed? To I really fourth, thought he was still going to, to the Seattle. fourth period. I really thought he was still going to Seattle. I'm real now. I'm even more disappointed with Seattle. Fuck them, <laughs> stupid team. <laughs> so did to nose going? To, how does? Oh, because they got rid of. Flurry, they just traded Flurry, which is also kind of savage. Can we talk about that quickly? Yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> Man just came off for almost a Vesna winning season. Uh, and they just shipped him off for nothing, essentially. Now they only have Robin Leonard and Nett. They have four years of $5 million with him. They don't really have anyone to back him up, it looks like. So they'll need to grab someone in free agency. Yeah, uh, but what, you want them to go with the same goalie tandem again? I mean, it worked. They had him. to get rid of Flair, but it's just weird that he had no value. I think it's I weird can that see they went why. after I can see know. why. I mean, we did. We have talked scoring. about. I mean, to to know at even strength, he's not a bad scorer. Like ignore last season, he's always been in the top like forty or fifty players at even strength for scoring. Had given he was with Tatar and Brendan Gallagher, so you know. Guess who also resigned? Time. Sorry to interrupt. Guess who also resigned? Tyson Berry. <laughs> Edmonton did not resign Tyson Berry. <laughs> 
According to the Bob father, oh, they are very close to a multi-year contract. Oh, okay, so how so much? if how if much? that happens, yeah, yeah, how much? I don't know. Did you say? Okay, so they're oh, top God. six in defense next year. If Clefbaum isn't around, it's going to be Darnell Nurse, Duncan Keith, Ethan Bear, Chris Russell, probably Evan Bouchard, and no, no, Tyson no. Did Bear. you hear who else they're signing? Who? No. Sens legend Cody Cece is signing a two-year deal there. Is what I saw. What? I'm gonna send you the links. They don't even have room. What are they doing? They don't. I'm hearing they have room. They have They have twelve million dollars in cap space. No, no. I mean on defense. They. Oh yeah, they don't have room. room. (laughs) He will get around (laughs) three point five to four point five million on a four four or five year term, according to a Cody Cece. Yeah. According Four to who? five years. Who who broke According that? According to Elliot. No. Uh, okay, Elliot's Elliot on the radio today. Was someone else would be like, no. But Elliot, Elliot said on, on TSN oh, right. six fifty. Cody CC so could be bad. going to <laughs> What That'd the hell is Holland doing to this team, man? <laughs> oh my god, can they please have a pairing of Cody CC and Tyson Berry? Imagine. <laughs> and then another pairing of freaking Chris Russell and Duncan Keith. This is their dream. This is the dream. Okay. Okay, we got it. That's a dis- dude, okay. dude, that's Sorry. a disaster. Think about that defense, man. You know, <laughs> I'm telling you, Connor McDavid is at home right now cheering because yeah, he's, he he's I'm pumped. telling you, these <laughs> NHL players are stupid. We look at it and we say Duncan Keith, I said it before, we look at it, we say Duncan Keith is washed up. 38 years old, guy can barely move the puck. Guy sucks defensively. Yeah, but all Connor, Connor McDavid looks at it and says he's made too. he's made four he's won four Stanley Cups, three gold three. medals, whatever. Yeah, players <laughs> should never have say on deci- say. player decisions. And Chris have- Chris Drury is uh, very what aptly representing what the average player would look like as a GM. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's because done some really He's done some things. stupid stuff. First <laughs> off, Bruce top like one of their best forwards last season, just flipped him for nothing. Then for signed Barkley Goudreau for six years. Six years? No, seven years. No, six years. Six, six years, years at $3.6 million. Yikes, uh, that's awful. And he and still then... has a lot to do. Like, he's got some big things. And the shit about, like, uh, Lundqvist and what what the other guy's name aren't on the table for Eichel. Yeah. Yeah. What uh, should Braden, Braden Schneider, who's like, you know, his peak is going to be like a number four defenseman. It makes no sense. Bro, what the yeah. fuck's this guy doing? And also, I, I always also he still has too. to... He still has to sign Adam Fox. Like Adam Fox is one more year left, but Adam Fox is going to get Kale McCarr money, money. and Miro Heiskin money. So that's nine million dollars yeah. that's about to be added to their cap. And then he has to sign. And then the same year that Adam Fox's new deal kicks in, Zabanejad's going to need a raise. He's going to get like eight or nine million dollars probably too. So he's going to run out of cap space very quickly, which is probably why he got rid of Bushnevich. But, uh, yeah, their cap situation is not looking great at the moment. That no. Jacob Chuba contract at eight million dollars, oof. oof, rough. Big yeah. oof. Okay, so back to the trades now. 
Uh, we talked about Flurry a little bit. Just complete savage on. So can we talk about the Blackhawks in general? What the <laughs> so, hell? Yeah. So they, oh, Seth Jones, Hawks. which they traded uh, a first round pick, a second round pick, another first round pick, and Adam Boquist. So they traded. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry, but they got a first round pick back from Columbus too. Right? Right. Yeah, okay. So, really, they traded one first, the second, and Adam Boquist for Seth Jones. Uh, a lot of asset value. A lot. Boquist, arguably, is as good or better than Seth Jones is right now, to be completely honest. Or will be within the next year. I think Seth Jones will bounce back. But that's just me. It's been three years, man. You know what I mean? Like, this year was especially bad. But, it's but been Columbus like was especially or... bad. Yeah. 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 For sure. But yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm not a fan of Chicago. Uh, I think they're doing everything. And then they brought in Flurry. I think good decision on bringing in Flurry if they're trying to be competitive. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Jonathan Taves said he's going to be back this season, right? That's what uh, I heard in the reports. So all of a sudden, they do have you know a team that could potentially fight for a playoff spot. I think they need I, to be going just to like, rebuild I just because dislike, they're not a good team. Yeah, I just I just dislike them because they brought in Seth Jones, who is a very polarizing person because of his uh the how he's clearly a very extreme Trump supporter. Yeah. Um so their PR is all all already a nightmare. Whatever they did at the draft was did not go over well with the league oh basically yeah. it was like they had like six women yeah present like their draft picks or something like that and it was right their pick was right after the malo pick so it oh, looked God. really bad it looked really really bad um and they had a whole day to consider whether they would do it and they fucking did it still um so it looks really bad um and then their whole front office should not be in hockey basically Dude, there, there's been like some scathing on, articles coming out. Yeah, based like, on saying, this shit. And like, like nothing, yeah. like you're not hearing anything from the Blackhawks. The other fucking thing I don't like about the Blackhawks, how the fuck have they not changed their name or not said they're changing their name? I, it, it's, there's so many problems. There's with so the many things wrong with them. Yeah. And they're not it's, fixing them. And they're yeah. going like further down the rabbit hole. Like signing Seth Jones, trading and signing Seth Jones. It's like and his oh, brother. You just got the fucking Caleb Jones and Trump Seth supporter Jones. who's like fucked. He's yeah. fucked. Like he's pretty much QAnon. It sounds like and and like, we <laughs> talked and we already talked about it, right. Like Caleb Jones too. They grabbed him and he wasn't <sighs> even liked in Edmonton by his own teammates. I'm um, hearing that. Like I mean, it, it it's pretty clear that Caleb Jones wasn't liked yeah. in Edmonton. Straight up. Um, so they're, they're bringing in all these question, questionably character guys. And then they don't sign to be a suitor. Yeah. And then they didn't sign. What are you doing? So it's like issues with like the way they're building the team. And then on top of that, just like complete shit show and, you know, basic ethics and morality, essentially. Ethics. And I think Bergevin needs to get the fuck out of hockey too. 
He's he's yeah. demonstrated a huge like as you put on that the story. Mo- he's demonstrated Mo- a complete pick pattern. Was, that that was the worst thing I've seen in a while in the NHL. And Justin Trudeau, you literally got a prime minister of a country saying, <laughs> yeah. "What the fuck the were fuck you, doing? you doing? You idiots!" And 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 you know <laughs> it's a bad. Bro. You know it's bad because all the like scum of the earth is coming out to defend it. You know? <laughs> like all the fucking like burner accounts, they're all like coming out to defend it. So that's how you know you fucked up. And I so, think that just shows what a bad human being Bergman is. Like I don't think like, like it seems like Bergman's not a great the guy. The whole like risk reward, like even ignoring the Awful. morality of it, the risk reward ratio is so off. Like the reward Awful. is what? Like he, he was always like an end of the first, second round kind of guy. So yeah. grabbing him in the first round, first of all, not necessary. Not right? necessary. And then second when goal, no one else was going to touch him, probably. And, and I think, yeah, and no, no, no. So apparently there were other teams that would have, potentially, but not <sighs> not in the first round, obviously. Um, yeah. Oh, I think someone was going to draft him, but like yeah. in the fifth round, where it wouldn't have been a story. Like it so would have been a story. a story. But yeah, but it wouldn't be. It like, wouldn't have been oh, first round, first, first round. night of the draft. Jesus. It was so dumb. Uh, there was a bunch of players in that area of the draft that were equally as good or could have had a, like it's nothing about I, th- that I think it's made sense. I, th- I want to just make one comment that I think it's insanity that Antu Raddy Atu Raddy dropped as far as he did considering there's a he lot was of supposed- concerns with his game though yeah there's there's a lot also like, wasn't dropped. he before before this year, wasn't he the projected first overall? Like two, three years yeah. ago, yeah. But I mean, you're also looking yeah, no, at a guy even who's like 15, a year, 16 a, years old. A year and a half Didn't, ago, he was still okay, projected so, to be the first so overall. Wasn't it like two nights ago he got like four goals in the league he plays in? But it's, it's I don't think that ma- Like if you read some of the athletic guys, like Corey Pronman, for example, was basically like, I've watched a lot of his games. There's a lot to be concerned about. I'm not surprised he's dropped this far. Something along those lines. Where did he get drafted again? It was fifty Second something round. than two Islanders. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, I think Wallstead was the most surprising from the first night, right? Like he yeah. dropped, he dropped below uh the the other goalie. Uh, Casa, 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 Casa. Yeah, that is fucked. Which is weird because Detroit traded up. They're like, all right, they're they're getting a goalie, and then they trade drafted. The other guy. Yeah, yeah, they dropped the other goalie. <laughs> that was. I love so how you bizarre. made a story about that, and then you were like, "Oh shit, my story." Yeah, Steve Eiserman. Steve Eiserman <laughs> yeah. always uh, never does anything stupid. Well, maybe not. <laughs> no, I, I was literally like, I was literally like, okay, so I hate when teams move up in the draft usually, but I was like, I believe in you, Eiserman here. Like he'll make the right decision, and then <laughs> completely off the board, <laughs> fucking. <laughs> Because we had Rachel on, right? And she's like, "Yeah, I don't even think this guy, or, or based on her, the goalie guy. She said she wouldn't even take him in the first round. Yeah, she said, I don't even think he's the second best goalie in the, in the Ra- draft. Rachel also said that uh, the other goalie was probably could have potentially been the best player out of the draft. Yeah, she said but it's also hard to draft a goalie. It, it's hard difficult. to draft a goalie. It, it is. Yeah, but I, yeah, it's just If you're Detroit, bizarre. though, I could see you doing it. <laughs> but then they take Casa, Cosa. Yeah, like that, that's the thing, right? Like when I posted that story, I thought they were gonna go that route, so I was like, okay, you know what? 
Like that's pro- that's not the worst decision in the world. If Tampa moved up in the draft to go and grab Vasilevsky, nobody would have had an issue with it, right? So that was my thought process. Then completely off the board pick. Detroit's made some like weird, weird decisions recently. I think. Yeah. Anyway, anything mean? else you guys want to talk about? Re- re- talk about for now. Detroit uh, fucking fleeced Carolina. Uh, we I'm should talk about Carolina, Carolina just dropping off yeah. the map of being yeah, just, relevant. Yeah, just awful like, decision-making. Yeah, Com- okay, so this? first of all, Dougie Hamilton's going to free agency. Stupid. Yeah. As I was saying, Martin. Idiotic. Completely idiotic. He's a top five, top ten defenseman in the NHL. He Makes could no have sense. arguably been the top three for the uh, Norris this past season. Uh, then second of all, Nadal. Especially considering they, they have a projected point five million dollars. They have a projected cap space of twenty nine million dollars. What the hell are they doing? <laughs> Cheap <laughs> owner. So, so what I suspect is the issue is that they don't have a lot of cash because Sebastian Aho had a big signing bonus, right? Or uh, not a signing bonus, but uh, isn't the guy rich? Tom Dundon, like, isn't he really rich? Uh, he's a all, cheap ass. If you're he is an cheap. NHL owner, they're all very rich. But so, he, no, he but is. I thought he, he was one of the more no, no, well Martin, off. Martin, he is cheap, and the reason why we know that is because he didn't want to pay like the assistant coaches for Rob Brindamore, which is why he almost also walked out of the uh, walked out of Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. But see that that I get because assistant coaches are like replaceable as hell to me. Like it seems like they're no even like he even didn't want to pay Rob Brindamore. Yeah, yeah, but again, like coaches are replaceable. Dougie Hamilton not replaceable. Yeah, maybe they're also I, looking I agree. at. There's a lot more value in Dougie Hamilton than there is, <laughs> and the thing is, it's even worse because they have like Brady Shea also, making five point two five. Also, the dollars. the Nedlovic thing, like the what Dolkovich. the hell was that? So they have no yeah, goalie no, signed no. right now. They have Bernier, Reimer, and Mrazek that they could uh, re-sign. I think they're team. all walking. If they all walked, that'd be hilarious. Um, <laughs> if they none of them walk, they I think could go with the duo gone. of Bernier and Reimer, and that would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Rekindle <laughs> that Leafs magic, Recon- yeah. yeah. Um, but it makes no sense at all that a team that has cup aspirations gave up their almost Calder winning goaltender, uh, especially over $3.5 million. Because they were offering, 20, like they were you, offering him $30 million dollars in cap space. They have $30 million in cap space, and they fought with him over a million bucks. They wanted to give him 2.5. He wanted 3.5. That one right? is dumb. And then Detroit that ended up really giving dumb. him three. There, yeah. there's no downside. Even if they only got him on like a one-year deal, they're cup contenders right now. Like they're trying to win. They get, and yes. I guess they didn't believe in him, which is really bizarre because they did believe in him enough to make him their starter this entire year, and he performed exceptionally well. So, he was a Calder nominee. What? Yeah, and he was a deserving Calder nominee too. It wasn't yeah. like a. So it, it's just and then trading no Jake sense. Bean. They traded Jake. They left him exposed and traded him for a second round pick. Yeah, let's go. You know me. I love to see this. And then today's news. Also, also, okay. So if they were able to trade Jake Bean for a second round pick, 
why wouldn't Seattle why pick wouldn't him? Why wouldn't Seattle take him? him <laughs> you're Morgan not flipping. Geeky, you're not Morgan getting, Geek is not yeah. getting a second round pick. <laughs> like, Morgan Geeky, Morgan Geeky might, might not get you a pick, to be honest. Yeah, because like, like, yeah, there's guys that didn't get qualifying offers that are better than him. Better than Morgan Geeky, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So bizarre. Anyways, back to Carolina. <laughs> now apparently they're reportedly about to sign D'Angelo, right? I think that's uh, yeah. Oh yeah, Ty sent this us is... that. That's the other reason I'm mad at them. Holy fuck! And who's the other guy? Jake Vertanen as well. Who... Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Pain, were, man. So they, they have money for like, Jake Vertanen and Tony D'Angelo, but not Dougie Hamilton and Nadelkovich. But what the fuck did Jake Vertanen do over there? He was he did some scumbag, he had some sexual dude. allegations. Yeah, yeah, Jesus, man. They're bringing in all the scumbags into the organization. Oh, you love I, man as a guy like, who hates Carolina. I'm all for <laughs> yeah, mo- I'm all him. for money. I'm all for Moneyball, but like. Moneyball because they're just complete scumbag human beings, and that's why you're getting the discount. Not good. Not good. And Jake Vertanen is like, even if they get him on a league min deal, Jake Vertanen's barely worth that as is. Yeah, like Jake Vertanen's good decision. Jake Vertanen's yeah. done nothing. He's not a power forward. He's not a skilled forward. He's not a grinder. He doesn't do anything well. <laughs> he skates pretty well and then just shoots the puck on the net and then low danger yeah. shot. That's it. Yeah, he, but he, he he literally nothing he does is like he's a big guy, but he doesn't play like a power forward. He's a big guy. He doesn't play like a grinder, and he skates decently, but has no skill or the ability to like work in tight or anything like that. So he's just like useless. Brings nothing. Just um, yeah, yeah. Basically, overall bad decision making. I want to talk about the Seth Jones trade and how I think. Columbus got a huge and Columbus is an, a winner of the offseason right now. Yeah, Columbus is doing well. They they Yar, killed Yar, it. Yarmo's doing well over there. Yeah. He's he's started to Jake that Bean to Yeah, he man. got Jake Bean for a second. He got a shit. Besides ton the of Atkinson weirdness. Yeah, I don't but, uh, I didn't get that. I guess they want a playmaker for Patrick Line, which is what everyone's saying. It's like saying, a net but... neutral trade. It's almost a downgrade. Like Cam Atkinson's been better than yeah. Jacob Voracek has over the last two. But years. isn't Voracek's contract shorter? He's shorter, but he's more expensive. Yeah, so. but I guess if they're going into a re, I think they're aiming for a high-end pick. So if they got Voracek and he's a worse player, <laughs> what they're really doing is just shortening their uh, exposure. They're opening up more cap space three or four years down the line. And they're getting worse currently, which will make them get Bedard, or not Bedard, uh, Shane Wright or Brad Lambert, any one of those guys at the top of the draft next season. So mm. I liked overall what they're doing. I loved what Arizona did this offseason. Just you finally a team actually used their cap space the way they should have been using them. Like this is what Vancouver should have been doing years ago instead of signing all those awful, god awful free agents. Just take on all the contracts. Get a bunch of those picks. Start using them for currency later on. Um, Columbus did great. Chicago did awful. Uh, uh, oh, Buffalo. We have to talk a little bit about Buffalo for a minute. Rastalinen. Uh, Rastalinen. <laughs> they got like everything for him, which is good. Great. A first and a second round pick, um, and then somehow got more than whatever 
Buffalo got for Sam Reinhart, which makes no sense. But Florida did an excellent job grabbing Reinhart. Uh, yes, I broke that so. trade for you guys on uh, the night before. Just wanted to let you know. Throw this it is the craziest there. off season in a ever. long time. Definitely. I don't remember um, a crazier off season than this. I like Florida going all out here. Like Florida, Florida's realizes... in it to win right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a fan that they they're fucking sticking with uh, what's his face. Bobrovsky. Uh, Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky, but whatever. They don't have a choice. <laughs> they don't have a choice there. They have to. They. Right? I mean, they do have Spencer Knight, pretty much league men. So like, that's sick. Yeah. If he if he does what he's supposed to, um, that would. I think sick Flor- I them. think Florida knows right now this is their only window because Barkov Barkov's going to be a free agent and he's probably going to walk. Hubert only has two years left and he could end up walking. Or even if they do finish, he'll be thirty years old at that point, and that's not a, you know, you'd probably don't want to give seven years to a guy that's 30 years old. So they know like next season and they have to <laughs> load up the because they're in the hardest division. Like their yeah. division's going to be difficult. Tampa, Buffalo, or not Buffalo, Boston, the Leafs, I guess Damn. Montreal a little bit. Um, but I can see Montreal, Florida. Montreal's falling off a cliff, man. Montreal's Florida looks making the playoffs at this point. Yeah. Florida. Uh, I'm sorry. Losing to Montreal. Know. Yeah, Montreal could easily not make the playoffs. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah, I agree. Um, Florida, they only have one more year, really, unless Barkov resigns. Unless Barkov resigns. But even Vetrano, his deal is almost up. Uh, Carter Verhege is going to need a massive raise after next season, too. Uh, Yeah, this is their time, basically. So I, I like what they did. Uh, I don't think they're going to go far. It's unfortunate for them. They're like peaking at the worst time possible. Yeah. Where Tampa's elite. I guess t- Tampa had some major losses too, though, right? They're going to they lost Coleman, Goudreau, Gord. Like they lost a third line. Yeah, they're, they're not even that. I, I don't know. You can't even consider them the third line because they were playing the most minutes. Yeah, actually, in the playoffs, they lost the. Yeah, exactly. You're you're right, but again, right? Their top six forwards are still insane. Like Kucherov, if Stamkos can rebound, Stamkos, Braden Point, Palat, Sorelli, Killorn, Patrick Maroon, and then I'm sure they'll have guys like uh, Matthew Joseph and stuff like step up and have a bigger impact next season. Yeah, Florida still still very dangerous in that division. I think Florida can um, win the division next season. Yeah, I think sure. they can. Especially with because Aaron Eckblad got hurt right this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they they, they could have been a lot better, but yeah, Eckblad got hurt. Hopefully, yeah. he comes back because I really do like Aaron Eckblad. He's kind of been yeah. screwed over by injuries in his career yeah. so far. Hopefully, he comes back strong. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Florida can easily win the division, but uh, it's going to be difficult. I think they know like this is their best chance next yes. season, especially with and Ryan they're Ryan. doing it. They're they're making moves to do it. Yeah, and I think they're like they're at least gonna they're at it. least trying. Yeah, like, they're trying at least. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think it's the and right trying decision. well. They're not making like dumb like Sam Reinhardt's a good fucking player to pick up, especially because they, they did Devin Levi for who, yeah. who was a goalie who's many years away, I think, from ever playing. And they have Spencer if Knight. He ever who's does, yeah. To be, yeah, yeah, and and they're not very strong on right wing too, mm-hmm. like. They don't, they don't, he, he, Reinhardt's easily their best right winger. Yes. So, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Alrighty. 
right. Long That's episode. Right. Long episode. We had two weeks, basically. About. Yeah. Well, we, we didn't even cover like half the stuff we could still talk about. <laughs> if we wanted to. It's, it's irrelevant news by the time this comes out. So maybe Luke will split us into two episodes. Who knows? But. <clears throat> Yeah. I would Seattle. just like to say that Garland trade, uh, that Garland deals too much. That's not good. Eric, you were frozen there. Are you back? Yeah, I'm back. Okay. Uh, oh, girl, I heard yeah. something. Garland. The Garland, uh, the Garland, uh, getting him in the trade. Good. That contract, not good. Let's not yeah. let's not get into it right now, Martin. Yeah. We'll save it for another day. <laughs> okay. Hour right. forty-five. Have fun with this one, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Luke. Mm, okay. Well, thank you so much for listening to episode. What is it? Seventy-one. Seventy-one. Seventy-one of the Talking Hockey Podcast. Uh, how does Luke usually finish this off? I don't know. I think he, he just, just puts it. his own thing in. Yeah. Right? So Luke, oh, cool. play it. Play thank the ending. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Thanks for listening to us babble on for an hour forty-five. And uh, bye. <laughs>